part three, <clears throat> determining determine ability scores. Much of what your character does in the in the game depends on his or her six abilities: strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Each ability has a score, which is a number you record on your character sheet. The six abilities and their use in the game are described in Chapter 7. The Ability Score Summary table provides a quick reference <coughs> for what, quali what qualities are measured by each ability, what race increases which ability, and what classes consider each ability particularly important. <coughs> your gen you, general <coughs> you generate your character's six ability scores randomly. Roll four six-sided dice and record the total of the highest three dice on a piece of, of scratch paper. Do this five more times so that you have six numbers. If you want to save time or don't like the idea of randomly determining ability scores, you can use the following score in scores instead. 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, and 8. <clears throat> now that your six numbers and now take your six numbers and write each number beside one of your character's six abilities to assign scores to strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Afterward, make any changes uh, to your ability scores as a result of your race choice. After assigning your ability scores, determine your ability modifiers. Use the ability scores and modifier table. Modifiers table. To determine any ability modifier without consulting the table, subtract 10 from the ability score and then divide that, the result by 2. Write the, write the modifier next to each of your scores. <coughs> Building Runor, Step 3. Bob decides to use the standard set of scores, 15, 14, 13, 12, 10, 9, for Brunor's abilities. Since he's a fighter, he puts his highest score, 15, in his strength. His, his next highest score, 14, goes into Constitution. Brunor might be a brash fighter, but Bob decides that he, want, that decides he wants the dwarf to be older, wiser, and a good leader, so he puts decent scores in Wisdom and Charisma. After applying his racial benefits, increasing Brunar's constitution by 2 and his strength by 2, Brunar's ability scores and modifiers look like this. Strength 17 plus 3, Dexterity 10 plus 0, Constitution 16 plus 3, Intelligence 8, negative 1, Wisdom 13 plus 1, Charisma 12 plus 1. Bob fills in Brunar's final hit points, 10 plus his constitutional modifier of plus 3, for a total of 13 hit points. Variant. Customizing Ability Scores. At your Dungeon Master's opinion, option, you can use the, this variant for the determining your ability score. Scores. The method described here allows you to build a character with a set of ability scores you choose individually. You have 27 points to spend on your ability scores. The cost of each score is shown in the ability score point cost table. For example, a score of 14 costs 7 points using the, this method. 15 is the highest ability score you can end up with before applying ratio increases. You can't have a score of lower than 8. This method of determining ability scores enables you to create a set of three high numbers and three low numbers, like 15, 15, 15, 8, 8, 8. A set of numbers that are, that are above average and nearly equal, 13, 13, 13, 12, 12, 12, or any set of numbers determined, determined any seven numbers between those extremes. Four, describe your character. Once you know the basic game aspects of your character, it's time to flesh him or her out as a person. 
your character needs a name. Spend a few minutes thinking about what he or she looks like and how he or she behaves in general terms. Using the information in Chapter 4, Personalities and Backgrounds, you can flesh out your character's appearance and personality. Choose your character's alignment and moral compass that guides his or her decisions uh, and ideals. Chapter 4 also helps you to identify the things your character holds most dear, called bonds, and the flaws that could one day undermine him or her. Your character's background describes where he or she can, came from, his or her origi original occupation, and the character's place in the D&D world. Your DM might offer additional background, backgrounds beyond the ones included in Chapter 4, and might be willing to work with you to craft a background that, that's more precise fit for your character's concept. A background gives your character a background feature, a general benefit, and a proficiency in two skills. And it might also give your, you initial languages or proficiency with certain kinds of tools. Record this information along with the pers personality information you develop on your character sheet. Your character's abilities. Take your character's ability, score, and race into account as you flesh out his or her appearance and personality. A very strong character with low intelligence might think and behave very different from a very smart character with low strength. For example, a high strength usually corresponds with a, with a brutal, very brutal or athletic body, while a character with low strength might be scrawny or plump. A character with high dexterity is probably uh, a slim and lithe, while a character with low dexterity might be either gangly and awkward or heavy and thick-fingered. Thick a character with high constitution usually looks healthy, with bright eyes and abundant energy. A character with low constitution might be sickly or frail. A character with high intelligence might be highly inquisitive and, and stu studious, while a character with low intelligence might be uh, simple or easy, easily forget, forget details. A character with high wisdom as good judgment, empathy, and general awareness of what's going on. A character with low wisdom might be absent-minded, foolhardy, or oblivious. A character with high charisma exudes confidence, which is usually mixed with a graceful or in intimidating presence. A character with low charisma might come across as ab abrasive, inarticulate, or even timid. Building Brunar Step 4 Bob fills in some of Brunar's basic details, his name, his sex, his height and weight, and his, his alignment. His strength and constitution suggest a healthy athletic body, and his low intelligence suggests a degree of forgetfulness. Bob decides that Brunar comes from a noble line, but his clan was expelled from, it, from its homeland when Brunar was very young. He grew up working as a smith in the remote village of Icewind Dale, but Brunar has a heroic de destiny to reclaim his homeland. So Bob chooses the folk hero background for his dwarf. He notes the proficiency and special features his background gives him. Bob has a pretty clear picture of Brunar's personality in mind, so he skips the personality trait suggested in the folk hero background, noting instead that Brunar is a caring, sensitive dwarf, dwarf who genuinely loves his friends and allies, but he hides his soft heart behind a gruff, snarling demeanor. He chooses the ideal of fairness from the list in his background and noting that Brunar believes that no one is above the law. Given his history, Brunar's bound, it is, bond is obvious. He aspires to someday reclaim Mithril Hall, his homeland, from the, the shadow dragon that drove the door out. His flaw is tied to his caring, sensitive nature. He has a soft spot for orphans and wayward souls. 
leading him to show mercy even when it might not be warranted.